Welcome to today's session on uh, the online samosa. And we have a very interesting topic. Yes. Which is how to integrate grandparents into your life and into your overall family relationships and structure in a healthy, long-term, positive way. So grandparent integration management. <laughs> and it's, there's a message for grandparents, there's a message for parents, and there's a message for grandkids. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Welcome to the online samosa. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste from Sandeep Tiwari. Namaste from Yamini Mitra. Okay, let's start. Yes. So, you know, all kinds of things happen when grandparents, well, let's begin at the beginning. When the first baby is born, there's an interesting saying, when the first baby is born, a mother is also born. Mm -hmm. Because before that, the girl was only a girl. Mm -hmm. First, she becomes a mother for the first time. True. And the chemistry, DNA changes mm -hmm. inside, causes a love and a bond and a sacrifice. It, all new things start to happen. Okay. Also, a new father is born. Yeah. <laughs> and because fatherhood is not so, you can say, chemical, right? But it, there is a chemical after the baby is born and you hold the baby, then it can kick in. Some people it doesn't kick in for a little bit later, but it does kick in. So, father is also born, mm. but grandparent is also born. No, oh, yeah. even grandparents. Yeah, because they were never grandparents before. Yes, yes, you're right. And, uh, but for grandparents, the it's like a little deja vu because they then remember when their first kid was born, or mm. second kid was mm. born, or some mm. kid was born. Because a kid being born is similar. To another kid being born. And if you've experienced your own, yes. some memories are triggered. Okay. And those memories were actually lost to the grandparents. Oh, when their kids were born. After, oh. after the kid is born, born okay. you forget. Okay. So, so when, there's okay. a special program mm. in your brain okay. that makes you forget. Mm. The program makes you forget? Your experience <laughs> of having a newborn baby. Okay. Of giving birth and then all the care you have to do for the first two, three years, mm -hmm. you will forget. You will not be able to remember. You only remember a few things okay. that were emotionally nice mm. or terrible. Mm -hmm. okay. Like other than that, nothing. Okay. Cannot wow. It allows you to have a second baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Many people, if they could remember that entire experience, mm. they may not have a second kid. Oh wow. Because it is not all pleasant. Yes. True. So we have to speed up. Otherwise, I have a lot of things I can talk about. This. Mm -hmm. Let me just finish this part. Mm -hmm. So until your youngest kid hits about four years old, three mm -hmm. and a half, three or more like four, mm -hmm. mom especially and even dads, they live in a fog. <laughs> okay. So if you've not had a kid yet, mm -hmm. be ready. Meaning when the kid, youngest kid turns four years old, all of a sudden you'll feel oh, the fog just got lifted. Mm -hmm. Till that time, you have no idea you were in fog, brain fog. Mm -hmm. You, nothing is clear. Mm. Nothing is not only clear, mm. you cannot do a lot of planning. Okay. No long-term strategic thinking. Mm. Nothing can. You just have to, you just immediately look after the kid's needs mm. and try to catch up with sleep mm -hmm. and food. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you think that you're doing many things. Like, you know, I was in a job, I did amazing work, mm. but the parenting part is a fog. It's just gone. Okay. Can't okay. When you see the video, you remember and it's like you relive it for the first time. Like, oh my God, I, I went through that. It's all mm. gone. Mm. That's the design. Okay? Mm. It's a design of the brain because even the child also forgets. It's mm. a mutual fog. Mm. Yeah. 
Most okay. kids don't remember anything in their life till they hit four. Mm-hmm. My earliest memory, I have a little bit of memory starting at two and a half. Mm-hmm. But I have some memory from being born also. But I, I'm weird. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit extra memory. Mm-hmm. But most of my major memory starts at four and a half. Oh, okay. It's not even a continuous stream, but it starts. Mm-hmm. And then after about five, it becomes more continuous six. Okay. And that's the time period between four and six, closer mm-hmm. to four. Mm-hmm between four and six, that a child has a really good ch- chance of being able to remember their previous life. If they're put in a comfortable situation and the right person interviews them, mm. they will have a highly accurate memory of their previous birth. Mm. This is coming from all the people that are, all the scientists that are doing reincarnation research. Okay, yes. But data available. Yeah, now it's all scientific research. Mm-hmm. But after six, pretty much it's gone. Sometimes seven, but pretty much it's gone. Okay. And even that kid cannot remember any more details other than what they've talked about. Mm-hmm. So they remember talking about it, but they cannot just go back to their memory bank of experiences mm-hmm. and keep telling you more information about their previous life. Okay. okay. So the, the idea of this part of the conversation was that there is something called brain fog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it has a special place. Mm-hmm. So some special abilities are available mm-hmm. to you at that time. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's come back to this. Mm-hmm. So what does this mean? So when a baby is born, mm-hmm. a baby is born. A mother is born, mm. grandparents are born, mm-hmm. right? fathers mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. Everything is new, is my point mm-hmm. of view. Yes. Now, in a relationship mm-hmm. or in a structured relationship such as this, there's what we're going to call grandparents, parents, and grandkids. Okay. Could be one, could be any, but grandkids. So we're going to just call them by this name, not by any other name. So you understand what who's. Then, in the project of being a family, Rule first basic understanding is that this is a team play. Mm. Many people have no idea how to be a team player mm. because they never played a team sport. Mm. Well, mm. if you play a little bit of a team sport, you don't know. You know a little bit. Okay. Maybe you know wrong things. Okay. Mm. Team play means being in a team for a good four or five years, longer you know, mm. as part of growing up. Mm. Cricket team. Hockey team, mm-hmm. soccer team, volleyball, football, volleyball, mm-hmm. team, mm-hmm. and trying to grow each other, trying to deal with your team members' uh, drawbacks, trying to grow them so they become a strength, them trying to grow you, mm-hmm. you learning how to manage your ego, you understand so much to learn when you are in a team from a, a young age. Yes. Okay. Where first of all, you have a coach and you have to learn how to be coach, how to become coachable. Mm-hmm. Then you have to take on the responsibility of coaching your team members. Until you reach that stage, mm. you don't know team play. That means you understand mm. that it's not about you. Life is not about you. Mm. Life is about what your team can accomplish. Mm-hmm. And how I can grow my team members mm. to be their best self. Mm. And how I can allow them to help me grow to be my best self. Mm. Not, I did this all by me. And that's it. Mm. Right? And... I'm going to pick a team of good people who are also independently good and then we're going to work together and all of a sudden we'll be winning. No, you won't. Mm. You can put a lot of A players. Mm. Because mm. they don't understand this. Okay. It's not just how well we play with each other. Mm. It's how I grow you mm. so you feel respect for me and love for me. Mm. So on the field, that respect and love translates into an active, silent communication, mm. which is positive and respectful. When it's positive and respectful, I am able to take more risk and you are able to take the risk with me, and that's called teamwork. Okay. Now that is necessary in GP, P, and GK. Mm-hmm. Grandkids, <laughs> parents, parents, grandparents. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, 
primary responsibility of team play here is with parents. Okay. Because you cannot guarantee that the grandparents have it. They may have it. Yeah. They may not have it. Mm-hmm. Parents may have it. May not have it. But because the kids need work and help, mm-hmm. and that responsibility is directly on the parents, mm-hmm. so the ownership, the buck, stops at parents. Okay. Because if they don't own, own this, mm-hmm. nothing works. Mm-hmm. Just if, say, the grandparents own a team play, mm-hmm. and the parents are thinking, me, 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 or my kid, mm-hmm. it's broken. Mm-hmm. Then the parents will abuse the grandparents. Use them when they need them and forget yeah. them when they don't. Yes. Okay. yes. So it's not that grandparents owning the responsibility of team play mm. is not sufficient. Okay. okay. So the primary responsibility has to be with the parents. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what does that mean? That means that you have to understand the basics of how people work together. And the example of what the grandparents role is just is a by the way example because this, these are rules of management that apply everywhere. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'll begin with some simple stuff because I've already covered some of the difficult stuff already, like how to manage a bad boss, yeah. <laughs> how to yeah. manage employees, employees yes, right? other yes. things. And we've done some other work, power listening. These are all mm-hmm. skills you need mm-hmm. in team play. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So what remains other than those things? What are the important things? Okay. It means that people like to have fun. When they're in team play, mm-hmm. they don't like to do stuff that's not fun. Yeah. So mm-hmm. your job as owning the team play mm-hmm. is making sure everybody has fun. Mm-hmm. If everybody's having fun mm-hmm. and the right learning and the boat is moving in the right learning direction mm-hmm. for your kids' evolution and growth point of view, right? From your evolution and growth point of view, from the parents, spouses, mm-hmm. husband and wife, learning how to be a better couple, mm-hmm. right? respecting mm-hmm. each other, loving more, right? Those are all directions in which your boat has to move towards. Mm-hmm. Nobody has a kid and has a great relationship with their spouse. Yeah. You think you're getting along? Just wait. <laughs> because having the kids mm-hmm. forces a lot of tough decisions. Absolutely, yes. And um, it forces a lot of reality. Mm-hmm. You realize that some of the cuteness that you found cute about your wife or your husband, right, is going to impact your kids in a bad way. Right? Mm-hmm. Like say somebody's very cute because... When they're unhappy, they this they sulk in a very cute way. Yeah, or they pout. Yeah, or sulk or pout in a cute oh, way, and you yes. say, "Oh, I like uh, yeah, you." Know? Now she she's she's showing me, or he's showing me that he needs me. Mm. Now go after me. The kid just learned how to be a super pouter. Yes. Because whatever you do, a little they do more, mm-hmm. and then you say that's not sustainable. Mm. Little bit was okay because this was under control. Mm. There's a hierarchy that is understood between us, mm-hmm. right? That I, I can only pout so much. Mm-hmm. I can only show show much anger, but not through the roof anger. If a person is showing through the roof anger to get their point of view across, mm-hmm. they're still below in eighth grader. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's not team play. Mm-hmm. That's a team hijack. They're going to ruin everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they have to be evolved now. Mm-hmm. Grandparents, parents, whoever is sane has to help this eighth grader evolve. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if they don't evolve, then they have to be managed the harsh way. They have to be basically treated, mistreated, so to say. Not mistreated, but just not given. They should be given an appropriate amount of respect, which is not much. Okay. Right. And then they'll be miserable for a while. And then you have to say, okay, let's read some good books. Let's read Ramayana. Let's read Mahabharata. Let's go visit some lectures, Mm -hmm. Swamiji's. Right. You have to get the evolution in somehow. Mm -hmm. Many times people have PTSD that they're suffering from. They don't even know it. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why they're not growing. That's why they think emotion is everything. Yeah. All these problems people have, challenges of life. Right. The minute you're born, you're born ignorant. 
because you want so ignorant you have to accomplish so much learning including this mm. emotional intelligence right? okay so team play is trying to evolve everybody yes but the primary responsibility the kids must not be sacrificed they must grow and to help the kids grow mm. the parents have to be grown yes okay mm. and in order to grow you need to do one very important thing which is mm-hmm. you have to say that my behavior mm-hmm. i have to take ownership mm-hmm. and i have to uh no reality mm-hmm. you cannot fix anything in the real world without knowing reality first and reality may not be pleasant yes because if you live in an artificial world mm-hmm. in your head mm-hmm. what we call maya nagari mm-hmm. right and we say this right in in the eastern thinking we call this illusion this world a lot of this world is illusion maya mm-hmm. it's not maya mm-hmm. it's not like this microphone is not here mm-hmm. it is here mm-hmm. right maya is my interpretation mm-hmm. right for example say i have a giant ego mm-hmm. and i think a radio star mm-hmm. is like the top most star of any entertainment on earth Mm. So when I have a microphone on the radio with me in front of me, I feel like a king inside. <laughs> That is why. Mm. How I am feeling because of this little bit of power. Mm. That's my not my body sitting here. This microphone being here. They're no, really here. The feeling of being king is Maya. How I'm interpreting, mm. how I'm digesting that from my ego satisfaction point of view. That mm. is Maya because in the real world, mm. I'm a nobody. Yeah. Or even if I am a somebody, I'm a very little somebody. right so you have to know reality okay okay mm-hmm. so one of the goals of good teamwork mm-hmm. is knowing reality okay mm-hmm. but knowing reality doesn't mean me telling you reality mm-hmm. so that's why gandhi ji is saying be the change you seek in others meaning mm-hmm. oh did you see that uh, movie in which they talk about how to lower ego you're like that ah. you missed the whole point you have to watch the movie and say i am like that mm. only me mm. i'm only working on me and if you happen to work on you good for you mm. i'm not trying to grow you by lowering your ego if i'm trying to lower your ego it means i'm not trying to lower your ego i'm trying to raise my ego ah good point right yeah so don't try to grow others by lowering their ego mm. right deliberately lowering their ego now in team sometimes you have to do that but the goal is not to lower the ego the goal is to be fair and be real mm. like dude you're really good at this but you're not good at this and because of this one skill you're not good at our team is hurting mm. because i need we need you to practice that because when you practice that like this we will do a pass like this you will take the pass turn it around pass it on to the next guy just like this and we need that skill out of you which you're not doing right now for whatever reason right so as a whole team we are weak right now mm. and we need you to pick up your part so we can play this make this play happen did i just lower the person's ego yeah potentially i told him you're not good at this part mm. but i told him he's good at this other part yeah. yeah okay so so the person who is being told what they're not good at and good at needs to understand that they're neither good nor bad this is a skill Mm. the skill is not yours it's just a skill whoever practices the skill is theirs mm-hmm. it's never you <laughs> so what special about me what special about me people say then if there's not me then what's me mm. what's special about you is your ability to lower your ego and learn everything else is just 
Not you. Mm. <laughs> What's special about you? I can lower my ego and level. Mm. Only that determines your accomplishment in life, not the skills you actually gathered and you show off and flash. Mm. I have no meaning. Why? Because I can have 20 skills, mm. right? And not know how to swim and fall off the boat and die. Mm. Then what's the point of me being an expert ace at knives and shooting and everything else mm. and fall in the water and die? Because I didn't learn one simple skill like swimming. Understand? Mm. So it's not how many good skills you picked up. It's are you willing to learn what needs to be learned? Mm. Okay. Move? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, about reality. Reality. so this is the foundation. Mm. What's the foundation? You must be willing to be real. Mm-hmm. The net ownership of making grandparent, parent and child relationship, grandkids relationship work mm-hmm. is with all people, but especially the parents. Mm-hmm. And now let's talk about the roles of these different roles. Mm-hmm. Okay. So once people are over 16 years old, mm-hmm. they don't being told, they do not like being told directly what to do. Mm-hmm. So that means all your conversation has to be consultative and suggestive, not direct. Uh-huh. Sometimes I run into people who say, Tom, tell me directly. Mm. Why do they say that? Because they're still eighth grader oh, in their brain. Okay. So they think that if you're not telling me directly, you're being, uh, you're not able to handle responsibility well. Hmm. Be a man. Hmm. Tell me what's, what's wrong with me. They go, hmm. Right? Hmm. Meaning I'm an eighth grader. Treat me like one. Don't treat me with respect. Hmm. It's okay. Then you have to, to you know, learn how to talk to an eighth grader. Mm. Right in your family who's walking around in a 35-year-old body. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. It is what it is. Don't complain about it. Don't judge people. People are who they are. Mm. All right. Okay. So, what's, what's the roles here now? Mm. Okay. So, suggestions have to be like consultative, not direct. Mm. Okay. Knowledge has to be shared with consequences. Mm. Not just do this. It's good. Okay. We always do it like this. Mm. What's the consequence? Mm. I need to be able to evaluate if I do it like this, the consequence is like this. But if I do it like this, the other way, the consequence is like that. Which consequence do I want? What's the long-term impact? Mm-hmm. That means suggestions have to be discussed with consequences and their long-term impact. Mm-hmm. But many people don't have that style of talking. It's okay. okay. But that's the only style of conversation that is effective. Mm-hmm. So if you are the person who can talk like that and say in the family, then and your mom makes a suggestion to your wife, mm-hmm. right? And it's more like in my family, in our family, we do it like this. Mm. No consequence. Nothing is expected. Just do. Mm. Right? Mm. Then you have to say, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me explain. And you have to stand there and interpret. What my mom is trying to say is that when you do it like this, the kids have a high probability of turning out like this. But if you do it this other way, Mm. method number two, alternate method number two, alternate number three, then the good thing of alternate number two is this. The good of alternate number three is this. But the downside of two is this. The downside of three is this. So we have to pick and choose. Oh, but I like two. Okay, if you like two, let's talk about two. The downside of two is this, 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 and this. Is that what you want? Mm. No, but but that's not going to happen to my kid. Mm. Wrong. Mm. Wrong. Right? Now you have to say why. Mm. What are the consequences? Not just I claim. Mm. I claim my kid. I do it in this way. And my mom did it this way. Mm. Yeah, but then look at you. Look at your siblings. How did they turn out? Right? Mm. And it's not like always one-to-one correspondence. Mm. You may have learned your lesson afterwards. Your parents never taught you correctly. Mm. Later on, real life, some good manager taught you that don't do it like that. Mm. So why are you leaving that work for some future manager? Mm. Consequences, right? Mm. So which means everybody should learn a little bit of chess. Yeah. Because most people have a tough time thinking third level consequence. Mm. And in chess, it's eight levels. Mm. So they go, oh, chess is too difficult. I cannot play chess. Mm. Learn. 
everyone can learn to play chess. Yes. They may not be very good at eight level thinking, but they will appreciate it when they see it in someone else's brain. Mm. Otherwise, they'll say no point in even thinking two steps ahead. Mm. Like if the only many people who think that no point thinking two or four steps ahead, mm. they think ultimately only emotion and power matters. Mm. So it doesn't matter all this thinking. Where's the power? The guy with the big stick, he will decide whatever it is. The guy with the most money will decide. No law, no logic works. Wrong. Science works. Logic works. Mm-hmm. Five-step thinking, ten-step thinking works because that's how the person with power makes their decision. Because what happens to a person who gains power randomly, big mm-hmm. stick power mm-hmm. to get things done their way, mm-hmm. and they swing the stick wrong? What happens? They end up breaking, smashing their own ankle. Yeah. And they learn very quickly that I better listen to this person, mm-hmm. the smart person in the house. And they don't let you know they're listening to them. Mm-hmm. They keep doing the thinking, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They keep doing the thinking mm. by listening quietly. Mm. They keep listening quietly, right? To the person who's actually doing the thinking. Mm. And you keep thinking that the person with the big stick is deciding they're mm. not. That means the person who is eighth grader or below, for example, in, my, in, our, in our description, that doesn't even realize that the power isn't with the guy holding the stick. The real power always mm-hmm. is the person who's able to think eight steps ahead and has knowledge. Mm. always and has love yeah because if you don't have love people will say the guy's smart mm. but he's a good consultant he's not a good leader because oh. he doesn't care about us mm. if i use his knowledge with my love mm. he'll be fine yeah. because i have love so the guy with love mm-hmm. meaning selfless love <laughs> <laughs> and then access to knowledge or knowledge mm. That's where the real power is. Don't ever think the guy with the money, mm-hmm. the guy with the stick, even though they do swish, you know, swishing around, trying to show you that they have this, that, and the other, they don't. Mm-hmm. Because they ultimately have to listen to somebody. Okay. 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 So now, so what should grandparents do? So grandparents' role is to be consultative. Mm-hmm. Then the parents' role is to make sure the grandparents are having fun. Mm-hmm. Because even the grandparents don't want to be have, having the grandkids dumped on them. Which means you first have to introduce the grandkids to the grandparents in such a way mm-hmm. that the grandparents start to enjoy mm-hmm. their company mm-hmm. and what they what they and that they enjoy doing something with the grandkids, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that they're able to do it. So I have to classify grandparents inter- interaction in this system in three levels. Okay. Grandparents young, mm-hmm. grandparents medium, mm-hmm. grandparents old. Mm-hmm. Now the grandparents old will have to be a whole separate class, mm-hmm. a whole separate session. Why? Mm-hmm. Because by that time they need a lot of care and they become more and more childlike. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a, it's a lot of stuff for us to cover. Correct. So we only have five more minutes remaining for this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. But in the in the young, mm-hmm. they are they have energy to do things. Mm-hmm. They have energy to do things, which but they don't want to spend their whole energy raising your kids. Yeah. They have stuff they want to do in their Absolutely. life too. Stuff they couldn't do because they were busy looking after you. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. So you have to think what is remaining, what dreams are still remaining for my grand, for my grand, my, my for the grandparents mm-hmm. in this picture mm-hmm. that are not fulfilled yet. Let me help them fulfill them, mm-hmm. right? And then they can also look, fulfill their other dream of being able to enjoy their grandkids. But the grandkids must be enjoyed in a way that is good for the grandkids' long-term growth. Yes. And that knowledge has to be shared, right? Mm-hmm. And their talents have to be used appropriately, right? True, true. And they have to be respected for what they're doing. Even if all they're doing is labor, like they're giving your kid a massage, massage and things right, like that, right. right? You have to respect whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. right? And they have to you have, they have to feel good about that. Yes. They are naturally happy people just because they happen to be around their own kids if their kids are somewhat yes. Yes. Uh, positive, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one of the skills in team is how to please team members. Mm-hmm. And just because you have the skill is useless. You have to execute it every day, every interaction. Mm-hmm. 
the whole point of being in a team, in a family team, is everyone should feel loved with every interaction, not I'm capable, but I'm guarding it. Uh, there are a lot of people who say, yes, I'm capable of love, but you have to meet my conditions. And when you please me, then I have infinite love to give you. I'll be your slave forever. That's not love. That's a transaction. It's a wretched, sick transaction. Mm. Me first transaction. Right? What is, what's in it for me? No point. I will not do it unless I see something that's in my direct benefit. Mm. Many people in a family are like that because they realize that the family can suck up infinite resources from you. Mm. They can use up your, you can spend your whole life looking after everybody in the family mm. and many stupid family members mm. will never look after you meaningfully because they'll say you never said, you never asked. Mm. Right? Yeah. So you have to learn that in a family dynamic, mm. some many times you have to ask what you need. Mm. So you need a reality awareness, which is why I began with that. You have to be aware of reality. reality. Then you have to want to make other people happy. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure everybody's having fun mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And you have to make sure that the boat is going in the right direction. The child is growing intellectually. The child is growing emotionally. The mm-hmm. child is growing spiritually. Mm-hmm. The spouses are growing spiritually. The, the spouses are growing romantically and loving each other. The spouses are appreciating each other's sacrifice, intelligence, brains, eight levels of thinking in chess. If they don't have some, they have to appreciate that. who has it. Mm-hmm. Not just looking for power all the time. If they're looking for power all the time, they understand power is not where you think it is. It is with the brain spurs, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So everybody needs to grow. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And the grandparents have a certain amount of wisdom, mm. right? Yes. And they they have a certain amount of, uh, you can say, knowledge, but they may not have full selfless knowledge. And somebody needs to be selfless. And in our picture, because the kids are parent, grandkids are involved, that ownership is with parents, followed by grandparents. Yes. Okay. Mm. And that's what you have to manage. So that's that's the whole point of this relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some things that you shouldn't do, which is directly tell people interfere like that. Right? You should not do that. Mm-hmm. You should be respectful and you should not be holding grudges against people. Mm-hmm. You, sh- you, can, you can be offended by people, mm-hmm. but you have to take care of it as soon as possible, right at the moment, in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. You have to say, yes, I'm, you know, this person, this, you know, whatever the relationship is, loves me very much. We love being here. That thing bothered me. And it's probably my problem. I haven't got over it yet. I need to solve it. Maybe you guys can help me so that I'm not offended. See, to be offended in a relationship is itself something wrong. There is no such thing as they did it. Therefore, I'm justifiably offended. Mm. There is no such thing like that. In a love relationship, I am never justifiably offended. Why do people feel offended? Because ego. Oh. You are justifiably uh, made aware mm. that somebody is missing some knowledge. Mm. Somebody is ignorant mm. and in, the, in their ignorance, they did something. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it bothered or therefore, it hurt the situation. It didn't bother me. I just became touch, in touch with reality mm. that this person is ignorant in this space and that ignorance is going to cost everybody. Mm. Now, we have to all work together to remove that ignorance. Not, I'm offended. How dare you? Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Anytime somebody does something and I feel offended, like you owe me something, something is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And you and if you have a problem with this, you should put in a question area and we will answer it for you. OK. Mm-hmm. OK, so we will have to have um, uh, another session on how to deal with older grandparents. Mm-hmm. But this is where the main the foundation of this family relationship we covered today. Mm-hmm. Now, many times people want to know more exact detailed things of what they can do. Mm-hmm. And if uh, Yamini and I talk about that later on in yes. another session, we'll cover that. Session. Yes, yes, yes. What a wonderful topic, Sandeep. And whatever you talked about it, I have actually 
experienced it because okay. I lived with my in-laws when I came here after marriage and okay. my kids were born there yeah. in the family and every person had in their own role yeah. of in the grandparent kids life and our life okay. so Good. it's it's so you know it's coming back it's clear huh? <laughs> it's clear <laughs> and I think I I did uh, do all those things and I can say that my my relation with my in-laws is amazing wonderful they respect me I respect them and I love them to death <laughs> so thank you for yeah, this no, this no. is a very yeah. good topic yeah. I think a lot of uh, parents uh, and grandparents and the kids will benefit yeah. from this one right. so thank you so much uh, to listening to our this online the online samosa show yeah. and we'll uh, keep hearing back from you namaste namaste Sandeep and yamini meter remember the online samosa